0: It's the A-P-R-I-L-O-T-O-E W K A. It's
1: the A-P-R-I-L. This is what you came here for. It's the April and to me, the show. It's the April and to me, the show. It's the April and to me, the show. Welcome to the April and Tamika Show. We're your hosts. I'm April and I'm Tamika. Two mothers, two wives, two friends, originally from the East Coast, now residing on the West Coast. We literally have opinions about
0: most everything. Come on in and have some good spirited fun with us each week at your listening pleasure. Happy Sunday, guys. Today is the day. Our yes, special guest too. is. We know her as Imani, Miss Imani, but you guys know her, her as Astro Bay slash The Hood Healer slash Miss Soul Collective herself. What else do they call you? Imani? The
1: read the everything, the collective.
2: You got it.
1: <laughs> um, First of all, Imani, hello. Nice to meet you. Finally.
2: Hello. Hello, Miss
1: April. Hello. Um, when I found out about you about a year ago, now I can't put my phone down because it's like when Imani speaks, everyone listens, you know, and I'd I be texting to me because she'd be like, I know, girl, I already know. I'd be like, she's on, she's on.
0: <laughs> I can't keep up. I know, like, if I need to just say, send a text, hey, girl, are you good? Like, I'm just more concerned with her well-being more than anything. I've received
2: I all so I so appreciate it.
0: I received all I need from Missy Monning. So yes. the rest is icing on the
1: cake. So yes. <laughs> Tamika's always like, what's she saying? I'm like, girl, I can't regurgitate this. I am like, you need to be on. It is so good. But she you did. gave us so much advice for 2020 where, you know, I didn't even know I needed you in my life and you came right when I needed you. And I listened to everything you said. Tamika be cracking up. Adam bought me a transistor radio. Praise God. that crank up for my phone. Yeah. I got a water as much as I love the beach. I did not get in the water. Praise like, God. Everything you said. And then every drowning me and Tamika were like, Oh my God, another drowning. I'm not-. And I was like, all I got to do is listen to the hood healer. Like for me, I thought it was just, <laughs> it yeah. was like, they're not listening.
0: She's always saying, she says, stay out the water. I'm like, Get
1: the memo. They didn't get the memo. So it was just a long, hard summer, fall, and winter in this pandemic. Oh, um, yes, it was. Yeah, your predictions were so good. And I just listened. And you know what? I, you take it with a grain of salt. Don't go mm-hmm. and put a thousand bottles of water in your house. You were just saying, in case, have your propane tank. I got my propane tank. Have everything just in case. And yes. i ready no matter what. And I think people, us in California, should always have that. Right. Yes. And we don't, you know, so you open my eyes. I got a bunch of stuff. My boys that are 19 and 21, they know you. They like, if they come in my room, they go, Oh my gosh, she's listening. to," the- <laughs> Cause they know I listened to shit. They say and I'm like, what? <laughs> I only get it for like an hour a day. Like what? You know? So I just want to thank you. Um, Cause I feel like so many times, like today it hurt my heart. Like I, I, I feel your pain sometimes and I just want you to find peace, you know, with all this stuff that you can feel and you can predict and know, I feel like you just want some genuine people around you. So that's my prayer mm-hmm. for you. And Thank I don't you. Really know you because you give so much to us and I feel like your friendships are sometimes compromised because of the gift. Yeah. And I said, you know, I don't even know what that's like. I, I think about it sometimes. I don't know what that feels like, but um, I love when you're on vacation and you're doing stuff to make you happy. And I'm like, yes, she's doing something for her because I, I feel like some people that you could meet and once they know about the gift, you know, I, I think it's kind of just natural can you tell me what's going to happen? Can you tell? And you just want a friend. you like, girl, We. I just want to drink and hang out. Hello. And have fun. <laughs> Hello. So I don't Hello. know how you balance. So that's my question. My one question is, I almost feel like you had all your, good. and I know you've been through a lot, but I wish that you had a good core 10 girlfriends that you knew since you were like 18 and you are like ride and die, you know, or die y'all are getting married, you know, going to get married, have children and you don't have to worry about them because they've known from the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's like not having money, like these ballers and stuff, they get money. Of course you can get a girl when you got the money, but who was was at UPS, you know? So it's almost that syndrome. So I just, I I pray that you're able to find that, but I want to know moving forward, how are you going to manage that part of your life
2: it's definitely a challenge because there's not that many people like me Mm -hmm. so I I get the excitement and the curiosity and the interest Mm -hmm. um And it's been challenging now. The more popular I get and everything that comes with that. Mm -hmm. But I do, I'm really grateful for about two good homegirls. Good. That keep me, (laughs) two. Okay. That, that keep me grounded. Um, but it is definitely a challenge. I just, I try to just, you know, it, it's like a humbling thing because, like, you know, then again, there, there really are not that many people like me, you know? So I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. It just can be annoying at times. But what, you know, it's Nothing. the cards that I've been dealt. But I am thankful for my solid two. I'm thankful for my partner who keeps me grounded and humble and
1: balanced, and um, I'm thankful for that. Right, that's a blessing. Yeah, that you found a mate, a significant other. That praise God. You know. AKA Pooh. AKA Pooh. Hey okay, Pooh, got it. Pooh, poo my okay, boo, love Pooh. I'm like, what we hey, doing today poo. with Pooh? <laughs>
2: Outside sculpting, he's an artist, so he's always doing something.
1: I know. I think, does he do tattoos?
2: He does, that's one of his mediums. He paints and tattoos is his his primary bread and butter, but he does it all.
1: Get a tattoo. You want a tattoo, Tamika?
2: You guys should get a tattoo.
1: I I want one, so I want another one. Who would love to do a tattoo?
0: Getting them. Aries, y'all like pain. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Kids, Brichet's trying to get me to get the grandkids. I'm like, no, I don't know how many you're going to have. And I don't know how many they're going to have. And that's not start that. But anyway, Imani. Yes. I remember when I met you, which was who? I don't even know how long ago, but it seems like at least five minutes. A little minute. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my question to you, because you read me so well, was simply, how do you know? how How old are you? How did you get this gift? Like I had questions about the person behind the gift, mm-hmm. so that's my question to you today. Tell us about how you you you
2: found out that you were
0: intuitive. Mm-hmm.
2: I always so interestingly, I always knew but it was expressed in different ways, so as a child. I didn't have a filter. As a child, I think it was very strong. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. instead of visions, I more saw, more so saw spirits. And because I didn't have the articulation and the communication at that time, my parents thought I was schizophrenic. They didn't know what was going on with me. So when you're dealing with what you think may be mental illness, there's a lot of negative stigma around it. And so when I realized that expressing my gift resulted in me getting tested and having to go to clinics and, you know, being being treated different, I stopped.
1: Mm,
2: You suppressed it. I suppressed it. Mm -hmm. And even when I felt things, I would keep it to myself. Mm -hmm. Um, My parents were, I would say they were afraid of it. Mm -hmm. They were not um, supportive, even though there were so many people in the community at that point, growing up, there were so many people in the community, I feel like that would have supported it. Mm -hmm. They just didn't know how to handle it. So it really wasn't until my father's passing that it it became kind of uncontrollable again. And so I had to go through really teaching myself um, and developing a relationship with spirit Mm -hmm. and really like talking to spirit. Like I don't want to, I don't want to see people Mm-hmm. but I could see visions, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um. So that happened around maybe 24. And I feel like when I just surrendered into it, it just was full throttle. And honestly, I didn't really realize how good I was until I started sharing with people.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you so- would say one, hey I see this I see this happening
2: and they'd be like what and then it yeah so out. I would say something that may have already happened and they'd be like well how do you know that okay and so that just started to affirm me but again I didn't have the confidence to name my price and mm-hmm. make it a business and all the things so I was at Simply Wholesome doing readings my love donation yeah,
0: love yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was
0: like Girl, yeah. Wait a minute! Did, Is that how was, you met her? Yes, yeah, she was so on point. And um, April, who's one of was was one of the business partners, who's your auntie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really close to our family. And I said, "April, I'm here to see the healer. She said, "That's my niece." Yes, I said, "She good?" She said, "No, she's amazing." Mm-hmm. It's not that I needed April to confirm because I had already got it confirmed in a group that I was in, and mm-hmm. that's how I came to her. And honey.
1: That was it, history,
0: and I literally was like, "Wow, when you think about that little girl, Imani, and all that she would have had to go through to get to here, you know mm-hmm. that 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 is deep because I think you was twenty eight or you was you had to be younger now that I think about it. maybe twenty eight ish about five years ago."
2: I'm I'm 31 now, so yeah, around around 27, yeah. 26. Mm-hmm. I was
0: like, now at my age, I'm that. almost with her age. How she know all of these things? <laughs> like, so I was like, for wait 50, a minute, 50. how?
2: Because
0: you... you couldn't have went to school for this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just mm-hmm. trying to figure out how is she so knowledgeable in all of this in her short? Like, she's not been on Earth this long, you know, but she's been around a long damn time, according to spirit. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yes. And the spirit realm, I feel a lot older than I am right. physically.
0: Clearly,
1: clearly. yes. Yeah. <laughs> for with it. I don't listen to many mediums on online. I start like I really want to, but no one gives me the vibes that you give me. So I just stick to what I know. There's only one other girl you bring on that I really like. And I don't know her name. She seems like Irani. I don't know. Lolly. I, maybe Lolly. The occult. Um does she she does these like movements and she has an accent, but I really like her.
2: Yes, Lolly. Lolly's Lolly. really good. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I like Lolly. Something about her makes me feel good inside. So I do follow her. But yeah. um how did you get to New York? Like, because I know you always talk about New York. And I was like, I wonder how she got from LA to New York.
2: So I really, okay. So I was working, I was doing free readings at simply wholesome. Right. And I did that for just about a year straight. Mm -hmm. And it got to the point where I was like, running a business within a business. It started to just get too hectic and simply wholesome. My uncle was like, you, like, you got to take this shit somewhere else.
1: <laughs> right.
2: You got, this is becoming a fire hazard. This <laughs> line, it just was too much. Aww. And so I always wanted to go to New York, just on my personal journey. I always wanted to go to New York And I was just at a space where I was just ready to take a risk and hit the road. I had met my personal goals in L.A. Really, it was just, you know, for me to get a little space, which I did and make a little money, which I did. And so I felt like, well, if I could do this here, then I could do this in New York. Mm -hmm. And so I packed my little bag and I went and I ended up staying for three years. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. And that was amazing for me. Oh. I had such a beautiful time in New York and learned so much about myself and so much about spirit. And I think that's really where I found my spiritual confidence mm-hmm. and was was really able to see myself on a, a more professional level and... um I feel like truly, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. Yes,
1: you can. And so
2: I made my way. I set up shop in Bed-Stuy. I was very well received. Mm -hmm. And I just ended up
1: staying. Wow. Yeah, because you talk about New York more than anything.
2: Yes. I feel like New York was just where it was just popping at. The gifts was... Really, New York is where I had, I think, most of my predictions for 2020. Mm-hmm. It was 2019. Mm-hmm. So I feel like New York, I was really focused. Mm-hmm. And um, I, that in that apartment is where I was channeling all of these visions about the pandemic and about politics and health and education and so much of what's happening now. So it was, um, it was a great space for me. And I think it was also because I was isolated and, and even though I was in the city and socializing and things, I still was there very focused. Right. No different. And yes. It was important for me to leave home mm-hmm. and not have those distractions of home and the lack of support because even though I had started to prove myself, it's still like the people you grow up with. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, mm-hmm. that, that, you know how yeah, to catch on. <laughs> right.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's like you got to go somewhere else mm-hmm. and then come back.
1: Right. Nice. So,
2: where were
0: you, what will you, you land? permanently because I know that you've made some predictions about get out of LA get out of New York like Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I I honestly I don't know Mm. good answer I don't feel (laughs) I don't know I don't I I thought about leaving the country but I gotta be where my people are okay so I really don't know, and I and spirit doesn't really allow me to see things for myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'll still be in California, but out of L.A. Okay. Hmm. Hmm.
1: That's another thing. L.A. is—I mean, California is so big. Like, I'm from—I'm born and raised in Brooklyn, so I know Bed Stuy. I met my husband on Cumberland, so I. Mm. Brooklyn is very near and dear to my heart. Um, many years I wanted to go back, but he didn't want to go back. So now I'm at another stage in our life. I'm sick of LA for me. Yeah. I'm a pretty girl. I'm a Brooklyn girl. I grew up riding the train. Like this is new for me. And maybe because we, um, Landed in the valley. You know what I'm saying? Maybe if I okay. would have landed in LA, Englewood, comp, somewhere where I could have seen more people and had more culture because that's where I come from. So right. now I've been here 20 something years in the valley. I'm just, I have to go. I know I'm talking to Mika's ears off like I'm ready to move. I still want to keep a place here, but uh-huh. I want somewhere else. So I'm trying to figure that out as well. And I do want to leave the country. I want to take a chance, you know, but I'm more adventurous than my husband I'm in Aries mm-hmm. a ago. I'm ready to go kids are grown we are grown we've done everything we're supposed to do so I'm just ready so I just kind of wish he would meet me he's a Sagittarius so um, really yeah
2: Sagittarius usually are up
1: for the up for the travel <laughs> No, what, is, what 12 or 13 kids yeah he grew up in DC with 13 siblings oh wow so yeah,
2: he might need that
1: stability, he right? Does. He's like, uh, yeah. Right. He needs it. And I don't, cause I'm an only child. So okay. we're trying to meet in the middle. I I've had everything, you know, with my grandparents, I was the only one I had vacation. We had a vacation home. I had everything. He had nothing. So I had to kind of teach him in this marriage. No, once a year, we got to go on vacation, babe. He mm-hmm. didn't, you know, he didn't know that. We once a year we got to do this, or you know, it we need another home. And you know, not that he's not a smart, brilliant person, he just never grew up the way I did. I was one right. mm-hmm. they were trying to figure out how they were going to eat. So, that coming together and getting married, we didn't realize that until you know, after we were married, unfortunately, like we were so different in our upbringing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's been a challenge. So when she asked, where do you want to go? I'm like, I, I think I want to go to Georgia. It may, you know, I'm looking at the prices compared to, compared to here. We can get so much more. But the yes.
2: country, I'm
1: like, I don't know what to do. <laughs>
2: you know, California really spoils you. Correct. I live in the Valley too.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, for me, it's a good distance from the city. hmm yeah but I do agree I wish honestly I wish I could be in New York with LA weather yes I just can't do the weather yes Yes.
1: he loves New York he said I can't do that cold I can't do the cold and when I
2: in retrospect I don't
0: know how I did it I don't know either you did it for a long time
2: Yes, I don't know how I did it. The cold, the rain, it just, no, I don't want that. I can't do that again. (laughs) Right.
0: So it definitely will be somewhere warm. Um, So I've noticed that lately you've been talking a lot about relationships. Does that have anything to do with the fact that you're in a loving relationship? You're feeling like... I
2: am. I am.
0: How this shit really works now?
2: (laughs) Woo! Yes. My man, I am. I am. I have learned so much and humbled myself so much and unlearned so So much. much. I thought I knew, but I had no idea. Uh, I'm so thankful to him for. Teaching me and being patient with me. Mm. I, and it's just very recently, I feel like, you know, I, this, this relationship has, is truly a orchestration of God because mm. I thought I wanted something different for myself. And Pooh is very much a family man, very creative, very outdoorsy, very um, just em- in the moment, embracing the moment. And I thought I wanted uh, to have more of a power couple unit and work together and have businesses mm-hmm. together and. I just realized that I was trying to cultivate something with that that didn't really sustain and really wasn't about balance and really wasn't about happiness. It was just uh, about productivity. And yeah. I've come to a space now where I realize that I don't want my legacy to be all about work,
1: right. and that
2: has really um, been affirmed through this relationship and so we've been through so many ebbs and flows and like all relationships the pandemic was rough okay mm-hmm. we have <laughs> never spent whew, I packed up my shit about a few times okay mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, we have never spent this much isolated time together, even though he, he's a little bit, his, his lifestyle is a little bit, um, I would say more balanced than mine. He still travels a lot for work and does, you know, there's a lot of different creative things, but through the pandemic, girl, we wasn't going nowhere. We was in this house together and honestly thank god because we were able to work through so many things and i just want to encourage people to work through the things mm. you know i i would describe myself as a runner mm. okay Yes, tough, you know. I would definitely describe myself as a runner. And when I feel uncomfortable or if it's not going my way, I'm ready to pack my shit up and be on to the loop. Would you raise again,
1: okay.
2: I
0: That's that's who I used to be. So I okay. know it.
2: Yeah, yeah. i have just like, okay, this is not working for me. But, I'm not, you know, I'm not even going to yeah. have this conversation. And no, <laughs> and. He's just like, girl, <laughs> you still mad? <laughs> right? <I'm> over it? <laughs> get over it? And I'm like, what do you mean, get over it? So this, whew, praise God for Pooh. Okay, praise, praise God. And um, so yeah, I just really want to uh, affirm the girlfriends and 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 let them know that this this thing is about legacy. And, you know, it's about legacy and it's really about learning.
1: Mm -hmm. And
2: it's about creating the family dynamic we never had. And um, that takes time, that takes effort, that takes work. Yeah. You know, sometimes there's bad days. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And that's okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And so I've I've gotten out of comparison mode and, and more of compassion
1: uh.
2: and just stopped looking at other people's relationships and what I thought the dynamic was supposed to be. And really pray let me tell you, the spiritual life has just upped to a whole nother level because we we've had to really pray together and get on the same page spiritually. Right. And I I that has been since I, I like to talk about things that I go through. Right. And so since I've just this has been such a heavy topic in my life, that's just what I what I've been speaking to the collective about. And I know that in the readings lately, I've been ha- the topic of divorce comes up so mm-hmm. much and yeah. separation comes up so much. And when we get to the bottom of things, it's just real misunderstandings and lack of willingness. Mm. Right. You know, and it's sad because it's still a lot of love there, mm-hmm. but the willingness is not. Mm. And so I just, again, just really tried to affirm the, the, the girlfriends and, and, you know, have this conversation more um because not not a lot of people are having it right and we don't have enough examples of unions yeah. you know Commitment. that committed committed committed, committed, committed. unions yeah. healthy committed unions and yeah. i feel like what we think is healthy is not mm-hmm. because when we go through the low period, we think like, okay, I got to abandon ship because this is not healthy mm-hmm. when this this is the, the dynamic of a real relationship. Mm-hmm. So I, I've just been really speaking because it's healing for me. I would say that I'm the wounded healer archetype. So the more that I speak about things, the, the more, more had- that I...
1: Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You're so right. I think this young generation, they, you know, it's too much social media. Relationships much. are already hard to maneuver, but it, now that we have this platform, it's even harder because you think, oh, he don't love me. He didn't get me a Birkenback. Oh, he don't love me. We not flying private. And all of those relationships do not work. There aren't enough examples of mom and dad So, people can see it's not the things. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean?
2: It's not the things. And you know, working in the industry, (laughs) it's tough. I realize that those things are usually masks for other things. Say that. And it's like, bro, you don't know what type of secrets you got to keep for that broken bag. Hello? And you don't know through to get it hello and you don't know what she went through to get it and you might not want you might not want that private jet seat mm-hmm. okay because that ride is bumpy hello
0: and you ain't you probably not even built for it hello and hello because okay. i'm not sorry no. <laughs> i'm not you know no. just, yeah. my work is more valuable than a damn bag thank you the self-love of it all, because that's what this, who they're all lacking, you know, because if you can it's be a
2: major lacking
0: for a bag, like, come on, mm-hmm. but I so guess that that's what value,
1: you, you yeah. know, you're not doing that. You're not making it or whatever. And we got yes. to live in for the gram. Like you got to live and not live for the gram. Woo! If more people did that, you know, it's nice to show you're on vacation or you you've earned something. I get it. There's nothing wrong with it. But when it's braggadocious and at least these other 12 to 16 year old girls to strive to find a guy that can do those things, it comes with a lot of consequences. It does He will not be the only one. He's just giving you that so you can be over here because he done gave one over there the same thing. And it's just it's so much heartache. And I don't I feel bad. I don't know what we're going to do for our community to get back on track or to get on track, because just like you said, there's not enough positive reinforcement. No. And I
2: think the positive reinforcement, the positive examples are not on social media. Thank you. (laughs) Or, or unfortunately in the media period. No, they're, they're private. They're (laughs) They're living their life, and we don't know what's going on behind their closed doors, and that's what's keeping their peace. Exactly,
0: peace. The it's priceless, and it's not. It's not all over the place. Um, I think what you really touched on mostly, and I hope that people get this conversation with you, and just from see what. Let me tell you what I loved about you when I first met you. You said God so many times throughout the reading. You said spirit, but you also said God. Mm -hmm. And to anybody who only knows God or to anybody who only knows spirit, you're making sure you cover all bases. Mm -hmm. And first, I have a connection with God and spirit spirit, or the creator, whatever you want to call them. Like, before I see this, it's like, it's because of my divine connection. And I think if we all get back to our divinity, because we're all intuitive, you know? Yeah. the problem I think that this generation is, has is that they're so busy looking to you for the answer that they're not going to source for themselves. <laughs> yeah, wake up, like you said, Ooh. give God, give God some attention first before you get on that Instagram, before you go, before you go look to see if the hood healer is live today. You know, Hello. and it's just that simple, and it's like. All of your self worth, your self love, your se- everything that you're looking for, is already in you.
2: Yes, you know. That's why I, think I right. took a, yes. I think that's why I took a step back from social media. I deleted all my lives except for my most recent, mm-hmm. and I moved to OnlyFans for some, also for some other reasons. Mm-hmm. But I started to recognize. That it was be- I was enabling people mm-hmm. and doing other people's work, and I was feeling that energetically and feeling mm-hmm. the pressure of having to guide people and that that's that's not my job. You know, that's not what I'm here to do. I'm just here to be a living expression of God's love. And sometimes God's love is tough. And so I've decided to just pull back so that people can lean into themselves more. Mm. And I moved to OnlyFans, which was, um, it took me a long time to come to that but what I like about only fans is that it is a more serious because it's paid content. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it, the, the, the collective that follows there is a lot more serious. And now the things that I talk about, um, are more educational so I've just kind of left people to navigate on their own, which eventually mm-hmm. you have to do. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I've and and for me, it's not about popularity. It wasn't about clout. It wasn't about those things. And when it started to feel like that, it made the the decision to step back a lot easier. Right. God. Yeah, especially now, because all of those predictions... You know, a couple of years ago, it was still a little doubt because things Mm -hmm. had not come to fruition. So it was Mm -hmm. like, you know, this girl, she's interesting. Some shit that she says seems legit, but I don't know yet. Now it's like...
1: Right. (laughs) It came true. They Everything
2: is... Yeah, so... (laughs) There's more of a pressure and, um,
1: more, more fanatical energy. Right. right. Um, I want to say, I know like maybe three weeks ago or something, you gave a recipe about, you know, steaming mm-hmm. and I say Instagram took it down. So I feel like you have all these people following you. You're not verified. Do you feel like there is some type of conspiracy with Instagram? Absolutely. Or something because you got more followers than the average. I've seen people with 10,000 verified and I'm like, why won't they give her her badge? Why don't they give her her due? Because she is making an impact and she has the followers. Mm-hmm. I understand that. And I don't feel like you can go over an hour.
2: No. Well, I that's can't. Insane. That's my design.
0: That's my design. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, We're gonna look at who she's speaking to.
2: That's what right. it is, right? So, what you that's thinking? what it is. And the respiratory steam is something that I posted last year in the in the beginning of the pandemic. You did, and the respiratory steam is something that has been healing the hood and keeping us healthy. Mm-hmm. And um, it does not go. One thing that I realized is that everything is owned by the government. Hello. Now. Period. Okay. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of these, all of these. Um, platforms. Pl- yes. All of these platforms are government owned, government operated. Right. Then if you go even deeper, you know, the entertainment industry is owned by the government. hmm. And a lot of these entertainers work for the government, <laughs> you know, Deep. and when you think about that, it's like, yeah, I, I don't I don't think they're going to verify my my black <laughs> ass. <you know? laughs> mm. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, But what what I have spoken about is natural remedy and holistic healing and holistic wellness and the fact that the cures are in nature and that does not align with the CDC that does not align with the pharmaceutical industry that does not in alignment with the vaccine that's not in alignment with the propaganda that's not alignment with any of the things despite what we know to be true, despite our historical experience with vaccine, despite our historical experience with the pharmaceutical industry, despite our, despite our historical experience with the medical industry, as people of color, um, it, I think it is very much a agenda mm. to keep us where we're at.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: I agree. And it is very scary and it's very sad that um, our freedom of speech is being snatched away and uh, these platforms are so censored now. Mm -hmm. But I definitely don't feel like it's it's a coincidence or by mistake or I'm being overlooked at all. Instagram Mm -hmm. is very aware of who I am. Absolutely. And, um,
1: so it's purposeful. It's absolutely
2: purposeful. (laughs) At one point I would, I used to be able to go on, on live and just be live forever. It just never, it never stopped right Mm -hmm. now. It's exactly 45 minutes and I'm shadow bands. So, you know, if you don't, if you're not really tapped in, you could miss it. My notifications and things don't come up and it is what it is, you know.
0: Join us weekly as we drop a new podcast and don't forget to subscribe and like.
1: You can also catch us every Thursday on IG where the conversations get real. See you soon with love. I'm April.
0: And I'm Tamika. Peace out. It's the April and Tamika
1: show. It's the April and Tamika show. It's the April and Tamika show.